coming up today on the Plank with Joe, having a little recap of uh, sometimes having to deal with uh, traveling only one day. Sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's not. I'll explain more in a minute. How's it going, everyone? I am Joe. Welcome to the Plank. And today, I want to share a story about traveling. And not like the kind of traveling that involves vacation. I'm talking about the type of traveling that involves uh, going to work on a project, going to help out for a small party, an event, uh, a, a, a business type of travel. Sometimes it could be very simple and sometimes it could be uh, stuff you can't pay someone to come up with uh, as far as material <laughs> for some of the stuff that you deal with. Uh, so I'm in the Central Valley and I commute to work. One of the amazing things that uh, I can honestly say is uh, my commute to and from work each way is about an hour. I can also emphasize that uh, that hour is about 60 miles. So an hour of travel with that distance, I, I enjoy. However, I've... Uh, spent majority of my life in the LA area so an hour commute there very different very different in that regardless of uh, how you get to where you need to get you have to anticipate a couple of delays at my job in LA I can say that my commute time was about an hour as well. However, that hour was about five miles, I want to say. And that's without exaggeration. Now, I know some people may say that, why would you put yourself through that? Uh, and that's just one instance. I mean, there was, uh, that's with uh, the utilization of, of a car there was a time when uh, I would commute uh, either on the bus or on bicycle back in the good old days when I was a little more in shape than I am now I can get back to that frame of body hopefully hopefully and it would be about the same amount of time but I was accustomed to always anticipating an hour um, for such a small distance. Now, clearly, there's a disadvantage to traveling uh, a far distance in the same amount of time. But I guess that's normal. I would assume it's normal. Um, and again, I'm enjoying my commutes right now. But let's take it a step further. My partner in crime... Uh, she's doing a small stint up in the Bay Area at the moment and she occasionally comes down to the Central Valley where I'm at right now uh, and the way that she gets from that point to this point uh, is through uh, 
a commuter bus. You know, if you haven't checked out uh, Bolt Bus, uh, it's an interesting service, very affordable. If you get a ticket in in a far out amount of time, and it's awesome. It's very limited, but it's also limited stops, which is the convenient part. And of course, you can only go as fast as the bus itself goes. So a trip from there to here, which is about, I believe, 165 miles, eh, it's about three and a half, four hours. Which is the same amount of time uh, from where I'm at to L.A. One disadvantage that uh, is uh, the reality right now is wanting to help out and uh, do a few projects back in L.A., just because we both moved out to uh, different areas to venture out into different things, uh, doesn't mean we left uh, LA completely behind. We still have obligations there. So, in either situation, we, you know, three, three and a half, four hours on the road is what becomes uh, the new reality. And there's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, the funny thing is that it's three and a half, four hours where. I think about an hour, an hour and a half of that alone is just getting from Santa Clarita down to Los Angeles. The The rest of the 150, 60 miles is uh, open road. Not saying we're speeding. I emphasize, I go with the flow of traffic. If the flow of traffic is going up, uh, faster speed than what is uh, suggested on those signs. <laughs> uh, so be it. But let's imagine if you had to do a, what I like to call a marathon situation, where you start from uh, Northern California, go back to Southern California, then back up to Northern California, and you got to be back by a certain time because you got you to gotta go to work the next day <laughs> in, the, in the good old Bay Area. <laughs> That's where a plane comes into to the situation, right? You know, the practical thing to do is fly. Now, the airline industry is awesome. Because if you're in a metropolitan area, um, or if you're in a region that has an airport, clearly you can go and service uh, yourself to many, uh, many a plane. One factor that comes into play there is finding the time and finding a a good deal. I mean, air travel, unless it's covered by someone or you have a bunch of points on a credit card, it's pretty pricey. It's not practical. Traveling on the road is more practical, but the price the price that you're paying is time. So what's more valuable? the time it takes to get somewhere on the road or the convenience of getting somewhere really, really fast or a pretty significant bill. Now, in situations, sometimes it seems that things might uh, need to play out the way they do. Um, And funny enough, you know, getting around 
with uh, the limitation of, 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 of no car. Actually, let me take that back. Let's just say you have a car, but you can't take the car with you where you need to go home to because there's other problems in finding parking and avoiding parking tickets. Because depending on the city you're at, it becomes pricey with those things in play. So clearly, having a car at your discretion uh, that you have or own or rent or what have you, it, it could be a practical scenario, but it then becomes a problem because you have to deal with a bunch of other things. So a car isn't uh, a valid uh, and practical thing to have. So you travel on the bus. And the and it's convenient because you're you're not the one behind the the, the steering wheel, so you're not stressed with uh, the dealings of you know other things on the road. Sure, if you're paranoid, uh, you know can't really do anything about that. But it's convenient. You get to relax. Heck, some of these buses come with free Wi-Fi if you don't have any hotspot, you know, from your cell phone with you. So, you can occupy time like that. But imagine if you did this every weekend for a couple months. Doing your thing throughout the week. Getting on the bus. A couple hours later, you're in a different area. And you get a car. And then you drive the rest of the way. Do your thing there. Then you drive back up, drop off the car, and then you take the bus back to where you need to go home to. That becomes that becomes a little uh, stressful after a while, because at this point you're spending more time on the road than what you are doing as far as what you need to do. So I'm bringing this up because. Just convenient that uh, I was able to uh, do some research and managed to find this tiny plane. This very, very, very tiny plane <laughs> that conveniently goes from where I'm at to the Bay Area. And I couldn't help but get a text message. Uh, you know, if you've been on a plane, uh, you know, they probably, they go through a rundown of like all the safety things and, you know, what the ETA is going to be, um, you know, probably give you some type of survey like spiel. But when they mention the amount of time that it takes to get from where you're at to where you want to be. I sometimes uh, get floored by by the re by the significance of that number. So to recap, to go from the bay to the Central Valley, three and a half hours. Be it on a bus or in a car. If you don't have a car, take the bus. Once you're in the Central Valley, you got to get to LA. Another three and a half hours. You drive because you're going to need the car out there. If you're in LA, 
you need a car. Unless you ride the bicycle or take the bus. Because either way, it's going to be an hour to get us to move a small amount of of landscape. Then you come back to drop off the car where you picked it up from. Three and a half hours. You realize that there's a problem because the bus you would take back home is sold out. There is an alternative because Bolt Bus is not the only option. There's good old Greyhound. Greyhound is obviously Greyhound. They do multiple stops in multiple cities. I'm not saying it's the best way to get around. I'm not saying it's the worst way to get around. But that's an animal all its own. And funny enough, Bolt Bus is uh oh, is it's owned by by Greyhound, but as I mentioned, it's, uh, it's express. It's truly express. It's uh, a, a fraction of the of the stops, and it drops you off in different areas. But it's convenient. So you look at that time, because the time is very different because of the additional stops. So now this three and a half four hour trip becomes five and a half six hour trip. And although you're willing to do it, is that worth your time? So, conveniently and unfortunately, the airport near me in where, where I, I live does have service up to the Bay Area. But it's not a popular market. So ticket prices are pretty high. But let's just say, for the sake of my story, you find a deal, and let's throw in another scenario. Especially considering you gotta get home, because you gotta be at work tomorrow morning first thing, but your bus doesn't get you home until midnight, one in the morning. It becomes a not as valuable in comparing it to what a plane ticket will cost. Even if it's in an unpopular market, which means the rate is going to be higher. So you do it. Get on the plane. Well, you show up at the airport. You go through the TSA. Whole process. You're getting waited to board the plane. And funny enough, because it's a small airport, let's throw in another another kicker. It's a small plane. It is the the gates are too high for this plane. So you gotta walk out onto the runway <laughs> into the asphalt. On a hot day, because it is summer and it is a holiday weekend and it is hot, in case you listened to the last episode, and in case you didn't know that it was hot, but you get on the plane, you go through the spiel, the whole of the safety guidelines, and then you're told your ETA, 
to get from the Central Valley to the Bay Area that you have been accustomed to hearing or seeing on your phone three and a half, four hours. And then the hypothetical worst case scenario that you were going to do the Greyhound, which would be five and a half, six hours. You get told that the ETA for this flight is 27 minutes to cover 165 miles. I believe that is when you say it is worth it. Financially, it's not convenient. Regardless of how you like to think you might be or might not be in uh, in funds, it's uh, it's a price that you sometimes have to take. But the realization that the price. It's worth 27 minutes of your life. I'd take that any day. I will take that to the bank. Well, I'll take myself to the bank to take out the money to go get the ticket to get myself up there in 27 minutes. If you have any stories, if you have any comments, if you have any projects that you want to talk about and how you get around and the amount of time it takes you to get from point A to point B, be it school, work, please send an email over at theplankwithjoe at gmail.com. I just want to share a small story because 27 minutes that normally takes three and a half to four hours. What a trip. No pun intended. I didn't mean to make that pun. Or maybe I did. At any rate, thank you again for listening to The Plank with Joe. Until next time. <laughs>